0: This is the world famous marriage segment with Robert Cossack on the Sam Malone Show
1: on AM 1070. The
0: answer. All right, America. You're listening from Baltimore to San Diego. It's time for our world famous marriage talk segment where we just take one, just one segment of one day of the entire week, about seven-ish minutes, to talk about the glory, sanctity, holiness and steaminess of marriage. That's what's got me canned. <laughs> I remember KRBE, the program director, telling me, you don't talk about marriage. <clears throat> um, I want to tell you how that story ended. But it's just a moment to do that. Just to Look, it's a brutal world out there. The godless, the devil-worshipping Democrats, the baby killers, the Jew-haters, they're really running hard left, and it's causing a lot of fear and anxiety, right? As you should to those who love the Lord and love America. So if you can't go home to a cozy cave to talk about it, or get in each other's arms and and, and be safe and, you know, pray together, then that sucks. Because then you got a, a outside world that sucks, and you go back to your cave, and that sucks. So if we can help you get that marriage rocking and rolling, that's what it's all about. So let's inhale and exhale. Let's do it. My wingman on this op for $342 segments has been robert Kosick. he wrote the book honor the Val, vow v-o-w honor the vow.com he's a marriage coach church deacon what's up mr
1: Kosick? hey happy friday and you're right it doesn't get any simpler than that just love each other I mean, and make it easy enjoy each other and spend time together and uh things make it much much better when you do that
0: i'll say and off the air i'll call you <laughs> a couple we know the guys on his whatever younger wife and she's just out of control, inappropriate. Yeah. And, and it was witnessed by people we know. And it's like, dude, get your, square your gear away in your marriage. Yeah. You know? Um, so anyway, let's do it. Mr. Kosick writes the marriage tips. It's available on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Here it goes. Three very important words, not I love you. I'll read it. He'll respond. The most important three words spouses can say to each other is not I love you. While it's very important to tell your spouse you love him or her, showing your spouse you love them is of much greater importance. So how do you use words to show someone you love them? By simply asking, you ready, guys? Can I help? Can I help shows your spouse two very important things. One, you appreciate him or her, Mr. So, So, again,
1: we're... We can't make it much simpler than this. And, it, and especially in today's day and age where people are running 150 miles an hour in different directions and stuff like that. And, and God knows the world's all confused on, on the guy's role and the gal's role uh, and, and who's playing which role. <laughs> so, uh, you know, within the house, it, it's, it's teamwork that you're doing and, and, and you need to be together and you need to work on things. And just to say, can I help? Just speaks volumes to uh, what a marriage is supposed to be like, and uh, the most important thing there, the first one is, I appreciate you. I know you do a bunch of stuff. You just did it with Denise, right? She's doing double time, doing the stuff at the house, and then coming in and taking care of doing stuff down there at the remodeling, right? And you appreciate that. Right. You told her you appreciate that. That goes so so far, particularly if someone's a, a an acts of service kind of person, which means they show that they love somebody by doing things for them. They tend to don't want you to do things for them, but they want to do things for others, but they want to be appreciated, excuse me, for doing that. Not taking advantage for doing that and just telling somebody that you appreciate them. And can I help? And asking if I can help says, I like what you're doing and I want to give you a break. So let me, let me say thank you for that and help you a little bit.
0: Amen. Our world famous marriage talk segment, 16th of July, Robert Cossack and I, but you know what I, I, I do tell Denise, you know, princess, I do say, I appreciate you. She said, I think it was the middle of the week, because um, we got this incredibly very high-visible VIP client for our videos. She said, I'm proud of you. And I'm 58 years old. Nobody says that to me. I mean, you know, you know if you're 12 and you get like a science fair blue ribbon or something or you get a home run, I'm 58. So but she she said, you know, and I'm like, ah. So she said, I'm proud of you. And then I told her last night, I appreciate you. Thanks for your help.
1: Yeah, and that, that, it's such a simple part of a marriage. That formula is so easy to do. It just takes a second to slow down long enough to appreciate that person. It goes a long, long way. All this garbage that you deal with all day long and listening to all this stuff going on the news and everything, it's so wonderful to go home to someone who says, I appreciate you, I value you, and I'm pretty darn happy we're together. There, there's nothing really hard about that. God.
0: Here, uh, here's uh, uh, the three words that can help your marriage. Can I help? It also says that we are a team uh, on our marriage That is, I don't think a lot of couples feel that way, Robert Kosick, marriage coach.
1: No, they don't. In fact, I had a conversation, uh, like I said, we've been on multiple trips this last month, uh, family trips and then going to see family, uh, different things. And on one of those trips, I actually had a couple who have been married 30-plus years, and they're doing some things together now uh, to um, kind of build that bond with each other. And one of the things that the wife said to me was, we've never acted like a team before. He ran in his lane, I ran in my lane, we raised the kids, but we never really were a team. And now we're doing things to rebuild the team. 30-something years into their marriage. And that's a common kind of theme that you hear a lot of times is people forget we're in it together. We're one. We're bonded together. This is what we're going to do as a team. Whoever does it the best is going to do it, and uh, we're going to work together to do that. And being a team means we're committed. We're not going anywhere. We're, we're in this for the endurance of staying together forever. Right. And it just it's very, very important to be a team. But you're right. A lot of couples don't see it that way. They're just, that's my spouse. I do my thing. She does right. her thing. And eventually we'll get to the end of the race. And that, that's a pathetic way to look at your marriage, to
0: be honest. <laughs> you're right. Uh, our world-famous <laughs> marriage talk segment Friday is the bottom of the 8 o'clock hour central on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show, Barbara Cossack and I. That's feminism. ruined that. Yeah. Because it was like, I went to college. I'm a career woman. I. No, it's, there ain't no I in marriage, bro. There ain't. Right. It's, it's about us, team, we. You know, there ain't no I uh, in that. And if you're operating like that you're going to get in trouble. It's not going to be good oh, for you. Uh, it's just totally messed up. Absolutely. Uh, let me let me get the hot and heavy marriage tip. All right. So I, I, I'll i tell you the story, what I kind of mentioned to Denise and I about this. It's so uncomfortable. But let, me, let me get to the hot and heavy marriage tip. It's something that happened uh, that our son relayed back to us of another couple. Okay. Hot and heavy marriage tip, no and not now. A husband's self-esteem is fueled by different things, but nothing is more influential than your response to his advances. When you say no, he will often interpret that as you're not attracted to him. A better response is not now, but only if now happens within a couple of days. (laughs) I would say hours, but whatever. Beyond that, remember that time you wanted to do something? Yeah, four days ago. Beyond that, not now defaults to no, which will result in feeling rejected, which will lower self-esteem and create resentment. On the flip side, when you have fun too, he'll be ecstatic, crazy confident, and feel like he can take on the world. Bonus, husbands, if she says no a lot, maybe you should ask, can I help more often so she'll feel less stressed, more loved, and will therefore be more receptive to your gestures. So how's this? So no and not now. Take it away, marriage coach Robert Kossick. All right.
1: So so sometimes you put a lot of coding in this section. This time I thought There is no advantage in coding this. Women need to understand they have a lot of power and influence in this area. And if you say no to the guy over and over again for very valid reasons, you know, you may be tired, you may be stressed, you may whatever, you had a lot of day. It doesn't matter. If you say no to him over and over again, it's over. He is going to feel rejected. He's going to have low self-esteem. He's going to be grumpy. It cannot be a no forever. And even if it's not now, please give him a, a reason why not now and give him a date of when now is coming, <laughs> you know, a day or two later or an hour or two later, whatever it is, uh, or what he can do to help get you ready for now uh, are all things that can help. But this is so, so critical. And, and women just don't understand a lot of times when I talk to them, they have no clue just how horrible that makes a guy feel to be rejected by his own spouse because he will take it the wrong way and read all kinds of stuff in there That's probably not true, but he's reading it that way. And like it or not, his interpretation of what just happened is reality in his mind, and it's going to influence everything. So if you're going to say no, at least make it a not now. Right. And to, to your point, hours is way better than days. But Dude, days? You know, Are you that, kidding me? You know, like, I'm like, well, maybe, hey, really busy, but make sure you stay in bed Saturday morning. You know, one of those things. Right, okay. Kind
0: of, right. I'll, you know, I'll go like, with that one. Give him the old wink. Yeah. Our world famous marriage talk segment, Robert Kosick and I. He wrote the book "Honor the Vow," honor the V O W vow. Val. And real quick, what Denise and I were—I uh, was—I'll I'll cover up a lot of the facts. We were sitting on the sofa last night after she poured me a drink, and we were discussing. Uh, our son was out with his crew. He's in town, and they still get together, and you know they still go clubbing and do whatever they do. And they went back to one of the boys' houses because they were hungry and they don't want to pay to go to Whataburger. And these are these are big boys in their 20s. These are big old boys, right? The the house that they go to, dad's got a new younger wife. Um they go in the kitchen, they're hanging out, whatever, and she's watching TV. It was the, I had to pull it up here. It's this show on Netflix called Sex Life. Which is like tons of nudity. In fact, and there's even an article about it. There's a they had a I guess a close up of a guy's gear. Oh. No. And she's watching this. While the boys are, like, pulling food out of the fridge. And my son is like, what the hell? Like, he's kind of frozen. It's not his house. Oh. And the and the, the new young wife is watching this crap. I don't know her. I know the dad. And he, he's like, like, he comes on. Like, I was actually the next day because he came home really late. He's like, Dad, I got to tell you. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, what the? Oh. So... Denise was going to pick up the phone and call over because we know the dad, I don't know the mom, this new young wife. What kind of young new wife is watching this garbage, which has tons of nudity? And ton- Look, if that's what you're going to watch, knock yourself out, but not when some 20 something year old boys roll up. So Denise was like, I'm calling. I'm like, eh. Let's-. And then she's always like, I'll pray for them. That's how Denise handles it. <laughs> and then I was like, well, maybe I'll call the old man. What would you do if you're, uh, you have a son, and let's say you- he's. Yeah. 20 ish or something and they're out with the boys and they stop by one's house to grab as much carbs and gluten as possible when they just grab food and eat it you know they stick spoons in the peanut butter there's a young new mom watching a lot of nudity on tv and it's actually and and what my son said that was the scene where the guy's gears on the tv wow and she's not like reaching for the remote she was watching this
1: what's your take yeah, so it really depends on how strong of a of a relationship you have with the dad. There's a couple of avenues you can go. If it's a really strong relationship, you can just say, Hey, you know, we, we need to talk. Uh, don't care what you do in your own house, but that's inappropriate when you got people in in, in the house that appreciate it if if he didn't do that stuff. Or if he's a really close friend, you can say, I think you're heading for a train wreck here. I mean if if, if that's what she's doing, uh, you know, if that turns you on, great, but but don't don't share it with the kids because if you're doing that in front of kids that's that's an unhealthy whole other thing there. With the boys, though, if you want to go a little bit less direct route, the boys can just say, your son can just say, look, if we're going to go back to our house, Whoever's that house was. this now. Nah, I'm going to pass because of the stuff that happened last time. Right. I'm not comfortable with that. I'm bailing out. And what will happen is the son then will go back to the dad and say, dad, mom's doing this stuff, or your girlfriend's doing this stuff. Uh, my friends won't come over because of that and kind of hit it from an indirect route. But there's something usually when that's happening. If she's doing that, that's that's an unhealthy yeah. aspect just to begin with. But if she's doing that in front of young kids, there's a potential serious problem there. there well,
0: yeah, uh, yeah, there's a yeah. That's a that's <laughs> that's, that's that's not good for anybody. Yeah. Uh, it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, you got right. this the stepson standing there. You got my boy standing there. You got some other you know big old Nebraska beef-fed looking boy standing there, and the young wife is watching this stuff. And I'm like, well, did she yeah. reach for, like, the remote? Like, oh, my God, I didn't know you guys were coming. Nope. But what about when the scene, yeah. when the, when the, when the gods was on there? But didn't she, like, yeah. get, pa- nope.
1: Was, was the dad, I mean, I'm assuming the dad knows this goes on. I don't if know.
0: He, the dad wasn't. There. If it's right
1: out there in the open, it's not like she was hiding it on the computer. It's, like, right out there in the open. I'm guessing he knows that's going I, on. So, sir. That. so, so <laughs> going to him and saying, hey, this is ridiculous, probably he won't care, uh, cause he knows it or whatever, but, um, if people are blind, I listened to a survey just not too long ago, a discussion on when you, when you mess up and you look back on something you go, gosh, I wish I didn't do that, uh, because you realize it later. If you realize it later, there's a pretty darn good chance somebody realized it before it happened, yeah. and they either didn't tell you or they told you and you didn't listen. My guess is if he's doing this out in the open like that with the boys around, he's not going to listen, even if you told him. So I would go the more indirect route and just tell you boys, yeah. hey, the next time so-and-so suggests going to his house, say, nah, that's an uncomfortable place, we'll head out and... You know, that's what I said. I'm like when you're out,
0: when you're out with your boys, you know, you're all hanging out with your crew and college dudes and stuff and whatever. Skip that address. Here, I'll give you the five bucks for burger.
1: But yeah, there you go. Or, or always have food in your refrigerator, and they'll come to your house because you know that's not going to happen there, and, and they'll have a much healthier uh, model to look at when they come in to say, "Look, this is what a real marriage looks like." And so that's probably even okay, better right. for the boys. Let me draw that line.
0: I don't want I don't want five bodybuilding kids coming in because they're going to mess up the kitchen.
1: <laughs> and eat up all and your food. It.
0: They'll
1: probably, eat, probably drink all your really expensive scotch, too.
0: <laughs> right? I can't. I can't. I'm lifting today. I can't. I'm doing abs today. Yeah. yeah Big old just, boys.
1: Just, just fast cash your boys the money and say, Here, I'll buy the food for everybody.
0: <laughs> oh, man, oh man, a shut-its. it's it's,
1: right. it's sad. We got to deal with it, but it's out there.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, with Frankie in the background, we have to wrap up today's segment of our world famous marriage talk segment for the 16th day of July. Robert Kosick, my wingman, thank you for all that you bring to the show. Thanks for writing all the segments. Go have a rock and roll weekend.
1: You have a blessed weekend, Sam. You got it.
0: America. We'll be right back after this. AM 1070, the answer.
1: I love you, Just the way you look
0: tonight
1: Mmm mm-hmm.